we are excited here for another uh, round of Titus Talks Talent. We have a really exciting guest today, Sarah Scala. Um, Sarah Scala provides organization and leadership development, executive coaching, succession planning, change management, public speaking facilitation, and team development solutions. Serving as a consultant, coach, and educator, our work transforms performance for executives, leaders, and teams, helping them reach their highest potential. She supports U.S.-based and global clients across cultures, generations, geographies, and diverse industries. As a dynamic consultant, coach, and educator, Sarah Scala has over 20 years of experience in supporting organization development, leadership, and talent management for diverse client organizations. So, Sarah, Sarah you do a lot of work. You've got um, clients all over the country, all over the United States, and, and you really have done some things um, that we thought we wanted to have you on our show here for uh, Titus Talk Talent because you're talking about positive psychology to help people and companies navigate challenging times. Um, and so welcome. Thanks for joining us. Ben, thanks so much to you and, and Titus Talent for having me. Yeah, it's absolutely great. So let's jump into it. Tell us, tell us a little bit about um, you know, the positive psychology elements and, and what that looks like here in today's COVID world. Thanks, Ben. So resilience, grit, and optimism are antidotes for fear, uncertainty, and doubt during COVID, during times of challenge, and during times of change, whether we're talking about career search, entrepreneurship, or simply navigating your career in an organization. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And, and what are maybe some uh, things that you're looking at to help people strengthen their resilience in yeah. this time? Great question, Ben. So there are some proven, documented ways that resilience can be built. And resilience is our ability, Ben, to simply bounce back from challenges. How do we overcome things that may push us back? Some of the ways that that can happen is to accept that change is a part of life. Try to move and take steps, even baby steps, towards a goal. Practice self-compassion take decisive action. I often get people surprised when I say that, Ben. If you can make movement and make a decision, even a small one towards your goal, that's really helpful. And then lastly, thinking back on a past challenge and how you overcame it, looking back on past lessons learned that often can be used to build resilience and be applied today. And, and um, kind of like, let's flip that from the person that's sitting there and saying, am I resilient or where am I failing when it comes to resilience? What are some of the pitfalls you see? What do you see what people that aren't resilient doing? Yes. Um, that are Thanks for asking that, Ben. The great news about positive psychology skills like optimism, resilience, and grit is they can be built at any time. This isn't something that you have to be born with or having lost or gained in elementary school or when you were much younger. These skills can be built and strengthened at any time. For somebody that feels like they don't have any resilience at all, if I'm a leader and I have a member on my team, it may be as simple as giving them some positive feedback, um, helping them realize how they're contributing to the organization or sharing some of these tips and steps in ways that can improve people's levels of resilience. So if someone feels like they lack resilience or if I as a leader don't think I have members of my team that are resilient, these are some really simple, often free ways that as a leader I can promote and enforce 
also as a leader, then I can model these behaviors to members of my team because often people are watching the leader to see what do they do, how do they act, what is their response. Oh, that's really uh, that's really good. And and is it is a lot of it come down to, to just your self talk and kind of how you're approaching your communication style internally to give you that that opportunity to be resilient. It does. It also involves having a support system and an accountability system, Ben, that can help us get back when we fall down. Um, there are some great benefits to resilience that are biological as well, like lowering blood pressure and then also greater life satisfaction. So I think a lot of it is how do we treat ourselves, but also what are people in our lives that can help support us? Maybe it's family, good friends, a mentor at work. Those resources shouldn't be left off the table when it comes to building resilience. Yeah, and, and you, you talked about that positive mindset, that optimistic mm -hmm. mindset, right? How do, you, how do you build that as a leader today? Yep, great, great question. So optimism is the belief generally that things are going to work out okay. And it can be strengthened by being a positive forward thinker, having gratitude, even smiling more. Some of my clients, when we're working on their, you know, executive coaching, we talk about optimism and how gratitude can really play into that. I often, if I'm having a down day sometimes, I'll often think about things I'm grateful for. I have a roof over my head, the heat's on, I ate a healthy breakfast, I have close to wear and family and friends, and sometimes just reminding ourselves that we're often a lot better off than we may think really can help us get back into that optimistic mindset. Yeah, it's like, you know, putting the context around your thoughts yeah. that's in, a, in an appropriate way so you can have gratitude or you can have a positive outlook, but if your context is, I always got to be way up here and I'm here all the time, then you're, you're not optimistic, right? You're, you're putting yourself in a negative situation. Yeah, and I'm, Ben, I'm not saying we need to sugarcoat every single thing and that the world is perfect and there are no challenges or mistakes. Obviously, everybody has challenges and comes into hurdles on the road in their career. But if we can work on optimism, building it, and having that as a mindset and in our behaviors, especially as a leader, it helps build a better culture. People are more wanting to work for those who are happy and optimistic and positive. Yeah, it's such a good thing. You know, and everyone has different kind of behavioral tendencies. That's kind of my expertise area. And, and with that, you, you know, you're going to have kind of a natural outlook. And so some people are more optimistic and positive, probably in general, and some that's a challenge for them. Um, but to all, it's a key necessity, right? I, I would totally agree. And we keep coming back to the word mindsets and Carol Dweck and, and her studies on mindsets, um, having a uh, growth mindset versus a fixed mindset obviously plays into the positive psychology skills that I'm speaking about. But looking at the world, you know, is this an opportunity to keep learning and developing or am I am where I am at and I'm just sort of stuck here? So really, what is your perception of the world? And that often can help as well. You know, it's really good. And, and you know, I'm a big sports fan. And um, Russell Wilson, if someone watches audio of Russell Wilson communicate with himself and his teammates, mm -hmm. it is all positive. Like he, he has shaped his communication style. And, and 
I'm really been impressed with that. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm not even in the same ballpark as that guy. <laughs> right? <Yep. laughs> yep. um, which, which is great. How about grit? You know, I've heard this word used a lot lately. What, what's your definition of grit and how can you strengthen it? Grit is passion and perseverance. Gritty people are people with a high level of grit. They approach the journey of life or their career, Ben, like it's a marathon. This is not a sprint, right? This is a very long-term focused towards goals, towards achievements. And um, those that have a higher level of grit tend to be healthier, tend to get promoted faster, tend to be looked at as really top performers. Some of the characteristics of grit then involve courage, focused on achievement versus simply just being dependable. Again, long-term goals with follow-through. Resilience and optimism, which we've already spoken about, are foundations of grit. And then also looking at excellence versus perfection. I get asked questions about that a lot when I speak on optimism, resilience, and especially grit. And everyone's like, wait a minute, aren't we supposed to be trying to do everything perfect? And I said, well, yeah, we're supposed to do things very well. But a person that has a very high level of grit, Ben, is really focused, again, on that long-term excellence versus day-to-day many perfections that are happening at work so what how do you develop grit where does it where does it come from great question so grit can be developed number one by asking for support those who feel like their whole development track or their career path is a hundred percent in their hands are going to fall short on having that level of grit because a big way to grow and develop our skills is to have resources, to keep learning, to have mentors, to have those that are coaching us to help push us towards greatness. Also investing in deliberate practice. Practice, practice, practice. We've all heard about 10,000 hours of practice to have mastery in certain skills. And that's exactly what we're talking about here, Ben, investing in that deliberate practice. Going back to mindsets, working to cultivate a growth mindset is a great way to build grit. Before you do any of those other things, Ben, you have to be meaningfully interested. If I'm more interested in mountaineering and rock climbing, but my boss says I have to work on learning physics or biology, if I'm not interested, it's very, very difficult to develop grit towards excellence in an area that I don't really care about. So being meaningfully interested, a growth mindset, practice, and having support. So, so um, you speak in grit to an interest area, but you know, in everyone's life, right? You got to do things that, that maybe you don't want to do to learn, grow, excel. Got to eat my vegetables when I didn't want yes. to, right? How does, how does grit apply to that? So grit, when we take a look at grit, and people often aren't gritty in every single possible thing that they have to do in their day, right? You get up in the morning, you have to brush your teeth, you have to put the dog out, you have to wash the dishes, you have to do uh, reports, things like that. I may not be gritty about brushing my teeth. I'm still going to do it. However, the areas that I really want to have excellence, expertise, and really reach the top, those are the areas that I'm really going to be showing grit around. The United States military, there was a 10-year study um, 
and it was about what makes the most high-performing military personnel. And Dr. Martin Seligman out of the University of Pennsylvania, he's the founder of Positive Psychology, he did a study, a 10-year study, because they wanted to find out like what makes exceptional performance. And the one differentiator, Ben, that they found with all of the data was grit. I think that's I saw that article in a, in a magazine, actually. Yeah. Um, that's really, really um, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, and I think what's most interesting today, Ben, is that many public schools as young as five or six years old have curriculum now to build grit. Very really? young kids in elementary school are getting skill development in grit because of all the research that says this is a big differentiating factor for life performance at work. So, so it's how, do you, how, how would you develop it? Like what would they be doing at school to develop grit? I am, I don't want to pretend to be an elementary educator. I, I do have some good friends that actually are elementary yeah. teachers, my neighbor, and I'm, I'm still friends with my first grade teacher who's in her eighties. We, we kayak together but I'm absolutely not sure what's involved in that content. But when we look at ways to develop it, having people practice, giving them support and being interested, I think that probably could be applied at any age group. Kids are obviously different um, in terms of their interest from you and I, Ben, but yeah. they will have areas that they want to learn about and develop and grow. So do you, um, you know, at Titus Talent, we do a lot of our work is helping companies hire, right? Can they yes. get the right person in the right seat? Of course. How can you assess grit? Um, have you, have you, or do you, have you gone down that path at all? Like if I'm going to select somebody for a role, how does grit mm -hmm. apply to that interview? Yep. So I don't know if the grit assessment is a validated assessment for placement. I'm not sure of that yet. However, the University of Pennsylvania has an optimism assessment totally for free and a grit assessment. And often when I coach or I teach or I speak on optimism, resilience, and grit, Ben, I give the participants the link to University of Pennsylvania's uh, test center and they can go in and find out how gritty are they on a one to, one to five or a one to 10 scale. And the great news, not only is it free, not only is the assessment, you know, uh, significant. And, and I believe, again, it's validated. I don't know that it's validated for placement, but you can go back in a month or two and take the assessment again, as you start using some of these ways to build grit or to build optimism, you can measure how you're doing. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, that's, uh, that is really neat. I'm going to have to check that out. That's really good. Yeah, uh, definitely. Well, Sarah, I really enjoyed the topic. It's something that's really important. And I know our audience, you know, they can definitely reach out to you if they ever wanted to dive into it more with their leadership and teams. Um, but I, you know, I, I'm going to do a little research on my own end. And I, I, you see the power of a positive mindset. You see the resilience and grit that's needed to get through things. And COVID right now has added so many elements to that as, yes. a, as a need. And, and people are kind of going down a roller coaster. And so I think just hearing about it, talking about it, having some group discussions about it, you know, like you said, mentors, people to hold you accountable are so critical to supporting each other as we move through this thing. So um, Sarah, again, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ben.